Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Christine again. How are you? <clears throat> I hope you really enjoyed our first 10 steps of appreciation and having an attitude of gratitude. So right now you are in the next 10 steps and here we go over confidence. So confidence is a big one and it's an important one, okay? You have to start thinking about stuff that you're actually confident in. Any goals that you set for yourself that you apply to your life and you've achieved certain goals, like graduating something, it gives you a sense of uh, confidence, okay? And also, confidence happens to be extremely attractive. People are very attracted to confident people. Because when you're confident, you are sending out an energy that is glowing and it's positive and people want to have some of what you have. <laughs> so it's attractive. Like I said, uh, it's sexy. It, it's, it's all, it's, it's everything you really need. When you're confident, everything else kind of falls into place because it helps to manifest everything that you really want, everything that you're really looking for. So working on self-confidence, like I said, is definitely a big one. And there are multiple ways for us to build up our self-confidence. Sometimes when we're not feeling confident or self-assured or whatever you want to call it, it's really good to dress to impress, not just others, but yourself. Okay. Very important. What you're wearing can have an effect on how you feel. So whatever you can wear that is making you feel good and confident, wear it. And it's usually going to be something, like I said, uh, for example, if you're a businesswoman, probably wearing a suit in a business environment or dressing in a certain way to do important business, you know, you've got to imagine, you know, if, if, if I'm going to a business or something like that, which is my work and I have important duties and whatnot, and I want coworkers and others to treat me with respect, dressing the part will have a tremendous impact. There was actually a study uh, about presidency and what people take into consideration when they vote <clears throat> excuse me, for a president. So they did this whole survey and everything, and they found that a lot of people vote based on the person's appearance. Can you believe that? <laughs> not their political experience, not their background, not their education, not so much what they're saying, but how they look. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be like extremely beautiful, 
or anything like that, that's a different thing. So we're talking about appearance. So if you look successful, others believe that you are successful and you're also feeling successful. It sounds a lot like fake it till you make it, but in reality, at the end of the day, you know, what you're wearing will bring out those positive vibes. If you're wearing power outfits, basically. <laughs> now, whether that, like I said, be a business suit in a work environment, a sexy outfit on a date, whatever the case may be, I know it's been extremely helpful for many. That is one of the keys to confidence and success and also it sounds shallow, and I agree it is shallow, but nonetheless, it, it works regardless. You have to take into consideration human nature. A lot of people judge things with their eyes and not necessarily with their minds. And again, how you feel also matters. Check it out. See if it works for you, okay? Put on that fabulous outfit, that little black dress, that fancy suit, whatever, and go to work or go on a date or and, and see how you feel. And I promise you that you're going to be feeling a lot more confident with your power outfit on. <laughs> so there are also some other things. You have to think about the things in your life that you've actually done successfully. Remind yourself of that. Very important. Another thing that I have found during my many, many years of helping people is that culture has a lot to do with a person's confidence, uh, meaning how they were raised. A lot of women from certain cultures are generally raised to be, uh, for lack of a better word, maybe submissive or uh, compliant and don't, or like uh, speaking your truth or speaking up for yourself and all of that stuff is not something that's, uh, I guess, socially acceptable in some cultures. But you know, how much can we do about that? I mean, outside, maybe you can play the part of being that person, but what really matters is that the inside is confident. Because when you look at it on a cultural level, it's basically like a part that you need to play. It doesn't have to be your truth. So I'm trying to help you not really break any cultural uh, standards while simultaneously telling you that this is kind of like a show just to kind of fit in. But at the end of the day, you know, it's also 2023. So why not just say what it is that you feel and not worry so much about the consequences? If you're not feeling comfortable with how the culture does things, a little rebellion can shake things up. You have to have healthy boundaries. 
And soon I'm going to be working on a course that we are going to work on healthy boundaries and how to get them. And a lot of us don't have boundaries when it comes to our parents, when it comes to um, the whole culture thing. But always keep in mind that you're an individual. You're not really just another brick in the wall at the end of the day. Okay? What you say and what you do matters because you do have an impact with your words, with your thoughts, with your presence. It matters and it means something, okay? But if you're just sitting there quietly because of a lack of self-confidence and kind of not speaking your mind because of some cultural stigma, whatever the case may be, then also knowing the root cause of the confidence issue will enable you to reflect on that and decide what you want to do to address that. Because even like in the general world, uh, not so much today, but nonetheless, like I said, there's this human nature thing that women are uh, supposed to be submissive and compliant and that kind of stuff, but you don't have to be that. And another good way to help you build up your confidence and self-esteem is to have a hero, you know, like a role model. You have to think about a woman or a man, whoever you are listening to this, uh, think about having uh, someone that you admire and try to model that person. And kind of follow that energy. I mean, you don't have to like everything about the role model, but if there's something they've got going for them that you feel is good and applicable, then sometimes, you know, we need to bring that out uh, and, and apply it, like do what that person is doing in certain situations, right? So that would definitely be a good start. But like I said earlier, confidence and good self-esteem is always very attractive. All kinds of people are attracted to that. I mean, think about people that you've known in your life that have a very confident energy. Another thing that you need to know what confidence means is trust. Confidence really comes down to trust, trusting myself, trusting that what I'm saying is true, uh, having, you know, my beliefs, my values, and feeling sure of myself. So it's the combination of these things working together that make a person more confident. Another thing that I've also realized, yet again, working with people's problems for so many years is sometimes we put other people on a pedestal in our minds. And many times they really don't belong there. 
we think of others as somehow more important than we are. A lot of us, you know, this could be, well, I'm, maybe important is not the right word. Uh, to think that to think that they're more important than we are is the issue. I mean, they can be important to you, but they're not more important than you. And when we start to get into the zone of having or feeling a low self-worth or low confidence, we start to turn into like a people pleaser type person looking for validation from others, especially our family members and romantic partners. And uh, you don't need that. That's what I mean by trusting yourself. It's about knowing the truth, realizing what the truth is about others, that they also have fears, they also have weaknesses, they also have troubles, just as much as everybody. You know, one of the four noble truths in Buddhism is that in life there is suffering. So at the end of the day, we all suffer. You know, we all have issues. So if you're facing like a problem, like a confidence issue or whatever the, your problem is, know this. There are many other people that are going through the same. So it's not only you. And sometimes when we are not confident, sadly, there are people that start to take advantage of us when we're feeling unsure of ourselves. And they start to, you know, cross those healthy boundaries that you should be having. So my advice to you is think about everything that I've just said. Think about what confidence means to you and work on your instructions in your planner. Apply these things to your life. And please be sure to take these steps one after another each day. Please don't, you know, put it off for a week and then come back to it. Every day you need to do something. And if you're feeling somehow that you're not good enough, I think it's also time for you to think about who is really good enough. And if you need to do something to feel good or like a good person, there are many ways that you can do that. You can give to charity. You can buy flowers for a friend or someone that's going through a tough time because all of us are innately good, but we run into some negative stuff in our lives and it changes who we are. We become guarded. It's hard for us to trust people. Because like I said, remember where confidence comes from, trust. It's about trusting what I feel. So we got to learn to trust ourselves and to know that our intuition about people, about things are probably right. And you should definitely, you know, seek out an unbiased person, or of course you can reach out to me and have a reading done, 
or reach out to me just with a few questions. I also have that option available. And either I'll tell you that what you're saying is, or what you're thinking is correct or incorrect. And if you have that one person in your life to either validate your feelings about stuff or a person, then you should definitely reach out. Everybody needs advice. But like I said, you need to also trust yourself. Trust that you're doing the best that you can with what you've got to work with. Okay? And think about that too, because you might not be. Think about what you've got to work with and use whatever these things are that you do have to work with and use them to serve you. A lot of people are giving away a lot of their energy to other people. You need, I'm not telling you not to help people or be kind to people, but you need to know when you need to take care of yourself. So maybe that time is now. Absorb again, like I said, what I've told you. Think about it. Write this stuff down in your planner. And application is important. Knowing and applying are two very different things. Application is the turnaround. When you start applying, that's when you'll start to see the results, and that's when the confidence builds up, when you see the results of your work starting to move and in motion. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you're enjoying this and this is helpful to you. And yeah, just reach out to me if there's anything I can do for you. Feel free to contact me uh, to book a session. Phone consultations are also available. Uh, my number to reach me is 855-70-TAROT. That's 855-70-T-A-R-O-T. Thank you again. Bye-bye.